Hello, and welcome to All Our Little Messes, a podcast focused on healing through intentional conversations about parenting, relationships, religion, and more. I am your host, Veronica Winrod, and I'm so happy to have you here, listening in on my thoughts today. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to All Our Little Messes. Today we're going to be talking about uh, biblical submission in marriage. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast this week. I realize I've been going over like 45 minutes, sometimes up to an hour when I get going. So um, I'm going to try to shorten this one down to around 30 minutes or so. So um, yeah, let's just get right into it. So I believe like from... What I have seen in in my life, and you know, I've only I've only been around for like thirty years here, so I haven't been around very long compared to some. But um, from what I've seen and like understood in Christian and Catholic society, is that you know the idea of biblical submission in marriage is very distorted and twisted. And what I mean by that is that they take Ephesians 5, um, and that's verses 21 through 24, or 21 through 25, depending. Um, And they try to shorten them or compact them down into just the verse that talks about uh, women's submission in marriage. And they completely ignore or just, you know, glass over the parts of those verses that really point towards mutual submission and marriage. And so I kind of wanted to address that because like I I have done a couple interviews this week. I just came back from a wedding and like during the wedding the 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 pastor there was was talking uh, about during like the homily he was talking about um like the wife's submission in marriage. And the way he phrased it was just like very shocking to me. Like he phrased it as subjugation and obedience. It wasn't even submission. It was subjugation and obedience. Like like likening that, the relationship between a husband and wife to that of like a child and parent. And it was just so strange to me. And like, it honestly made me, a little angry. Like I actually almost got up and just like walked out until after the homily was over. I was like, this is ridiculous. But, um, that understanding and that phrasing of submission within marriage is actually not all that uncommon. And like the more I look into it, the more I see that like people view submission, a woman's submission in marriage towards her husband as a form of obedience. And I feel like Christians and Catholics need to really move away from that understanding because it is not the biblical understanding of, you know, submission in marriage at all. And there are actually like quite a few articles out there. There's um, some really good videos and podcasts on like the true biblical definition of submission in marriage. One video I would actually definitely recommend people watch is the video by Father Mike Schmitz. It's um, on the Ascension Presents YouTube channel, but he talks about the actual like biblical definition of it. And 
I thought I'll link it. I'll link it below for you guys to watch yourselves. But it was just so beautiful for me, and it like it cleared up so much for me because like when my husband and I first got married, like we we really struggled because I had been raised with with obedience in all things like a wife is supposed to obey her husband in all things and there was no there was no room for questions there was no there was no um room for discussion basically what he says goes essentially and so that understanding of submission like in that that aspect of it and the fact that you know I thought that meant that you know when a husband says we're gonna go eat here I wasn't allowed to question it even though I have my own separate wants needs desires I because I was a woman and because I was a wife I had to basically silence those needs and silence those wants and pretend they didn't exist because, you know, the husband said, no, this is where I want to go. And, like, I saw that as, like, I, I honestly saw that as, like, this holy expression of, of humility and and respect within marriage. And, like, for the longest time, like, it bothered me. And I I, I felt that it was wrong, but I couldn't quite pinpoint why and from about the time I was you know 17 18 around the time like my parents started realizing basically oh she's gonna you know be old enough to get married soon um I was given books to read that really kind of went into that whole culture there where you know the woman submits to the man kind of thing a woman is is of the weaker sex the woman is of lower understanding she is and this is something that i see on twitter you know all those incels uh not incel yeah yeah incel those incels and those those so-called christian marriage accounts and stuff where they talk about women having basically like a weaker understanding and they you know they really base that on the fact that that eve was tempted by the snake and she, you know, fell to his temptation without even realizing that Adam did the same thing. Like, we're just going to skip over that part because it's all Eve's fault, right? So, like, I, my, my whole understanding of womanhood and being a good wife was based on woman being weak and woman needing to be obedient. And so that understanding coupled with like my my personality, which I have a very I have a very strong personality and I, I've been told that I'm very overwhelming. I come across very overwhelming sometimes because like I don't know how to be tactful sometimes. So like when I'm thinking something, sometimes it just comes out and that's actually something I'm working on um, with my therapist and, you know, like learning to be more socially aware and like more understanding of people and things like that. But, um, like it was very difficult for me to reconcile that because like, I, I, these books like tried to teach me how to basically manipulate a man 
into doing something that I wanted while making him think it was his idea all along. And I don't work like that. Like if I think something or I want something or I want to go somewhere or I want to do something, I just say it. Hey, babe, I want to do this. Hey, babe, what do you think about this? Honey, I think we should go do this. And I don't know how to, like, manipulate. And so this idea of womanhood that I was presented with was just so strange to me. But they were presenting it as a way to be successfully submissive while also getting your own way. And it was just so weird to me. But, you know, doing it the other way, just being direct and saying, hey, this is what I want, was seen as being somehow not submissive. And, you know, you were being the the nagging wife and, you know, your husband would need to chastise you or whatever, whatever the words, words that they use are now. So, yeah, it was very difficult for me to, to reconcile those things. And so I started doing, like, it wasn't, uh, when my husband and I got married, like, I had an idea that, in my head, that he and I had a very different marriage that was, like, that from most people, and that it was somehow not right, because we, we viewed ourselves as, as partners, and we worked together to do things, and we were a team. We made decisions together. It wasn't, he didn't just like, you know, march into my life and be like, okay, so I'm the boss now. And you know what I say goes like, he saw me as an, a, a, an equal, a person. And I had opinions and like, I voiced them and he welcomed them and we had discussions. And, and so like that coupled with what my understanding of what a Catholic marriage should be was very difficult because like I almost felt that we were doing something wrong. Like our marriage was wrong because it wasn't what I had been told we should have because he didn't, you know, order me around and, you know, lay down the law and I didn't, I didn't have to be submissive and, you know, he didn't, you know, demand, demand sex all the time. And, you know, look, when I said no, it was, it was no, it wasn't, oh, you have to submit to me because I'm your husband. And I said, so it was just, okay. And moving on with my life kind of thing. Like she doesn't want to do it right now. And so like, I, it was difficult, but like the more I started to study and read and like actually go into the scriptures surrounding submission in, within the Bible, the more I started to understand that like what I had been taught was not biblical at all because what I had been taught completely isolated and like removed some of the most important parts of those verses and it was really sad when I when I actually found that out because like those verses are are I mean, I feel like they should be the found that they are the foundation of of every marriage. They should be the foundation of every marriage. And but 
they try to make the foundation of every marriage wives submit yourselves unto your your husbands as unto the lord they try to make that the foundation when in fact the entire foundation is submit yourselves one to another in the fear of god and then and that that right there that verse verse that's ephesians 5 21 that is the foundation of a Catholic and Christian marriage. Submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And then after that, the you know, St. Paul goes into and like lays out and details what that means for the wife and for the husband. And like the the detail that he goes into is actually really beautiful. So it says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands and everything. So Christ, you know, he came to earth. He, he founded his church. And the church is subject to Christ, but at the same time, it is also an extension of Christ. And so it, he, he, he founded it. It is an expression of the faith that he gave us. So when, you know, it says that the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, he is the savior of the body. That like to me that meant and like and I've had like multiple church sources confirm this when I was reading it and like the more I thought about it like it, it started to make more sense to me. If the husband does something to harm the church or to harm the wife, he is harming himself. Like the Christ would never do anything and he does not do anything to harm the church. In fact, he, he does everything for the church. His entire existence on earth when he became man and died was in service to the church. He, he gave everything to the church. And so, and that kind of leads me into the next verse where it says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for it. And, and that is, that is very beautiful to me because Christ died for the church. And that is, that is like, to me, that is what husbands are called to do. They are called to die to themselves, die to their own desires in service of their wife and in service of their families. And so that kind of plays into the whole mutual submission thing. Yes, wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands as unto the Lord. And then the husbands are called to sacrificially die to themselves in service of their wives. And so we are called, we are both called to, to this like beautiful sacrificial love and, and mutual sacrifice and in service to one another. And that is just so often skipped over in in Christian and Catholic society and within, you know, you know, you go to marriage classes or whatever, and it's always, you know, 
submission of the wife, submission of the wife and the leadership of the husband and stuff. And they don't actually talk about how we're supposed to mutually submit to each other. We're supposed to die to ourselves in service of our spouse. And it goes both ways. You can't have like a successful Christian marriage and a successful biblical marriage if only one spouse is fulfilling the mission given to them by God. And I mean, yes, wives are called to submit to their husbands. And that kind of like leads into my next point here. So like Christ gave husbands, he, he says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for it. And so right there, he gives husbands a, a mission to sacrificially die to themselves and um, basically lay down their lives, if necessary, in a sense, for their wives. And in order, and, and this is like the beautiful thing to me, is like in order for wives to successfully carry out their mission, their submission, which is, you know, the mission that they've been given underneath their husbands, they've been given a mission directly by Christ, a mission to live out directly under the husbands, which is like, you know, the submission in order for us to live out that mission. The husband has to first fulfill his because his it was give, he was given his mission first and then we are given his uh, our mission underneath his. And so it is almost impossible for us to to, you know, submit to our husbands. As unto the Lord if he is not also doing the same, it's, it's impossible. Like they have to, the two missions must complement each other, essentially, like they have to coexist. And so like, I, I read these stories of these, these marriage counselor, Christian marriage counselors and pastors and, and priests and people like that, who are basically telling wives, you know, the reason why your marriage is failing is because you're not submitting enough. And without ever giving any thought to, Maybe the husband isn't submitting enough. Maybe he isn't sacrificially loving his wife. Because their first their first thought is the wife has to submit. And if only the wife and I've actually had people tell me this. I've I, I've had discussions with people and it, it just blows my mind that they would actually say these things out loud. But I've had people actually say that if the wife loves and respects her husband enough and submits to him enough that everything else just falls into place because he will be so grateful for that submission that he will do whatever it takes to make her happy. And that is the biggest load of bull I have ever heard because I can't tell you how many marriages I've seen where the wife is bending over backwards trying to serve her husband and submit to him and he's just walking all over it. He is walking all over her desire to have a biblical marriage and to, you know, live out her submission and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That is not a biblical marriage. Again, she is not living out her submission because she can't, because he is not living out his mission. And so they have, they have to both be living out their mission in order for it to be a successful marriage and for them to actually complement each other. The biblical, like a true biblical marriage it's supposed to mirror the relationship between Christ and the church. And it's the Christ and the church. Like it's, it's a, 
uh, what's the word they use? It's a, um, goodness, the word is, is escaping me, but they, they peacefully, they help each other. They coexist. Christ died for the church and, you know, the church serves Christ. Like it's, it's a mutual give and take relationship. And so, you know, you can't have one spouse just serving the other as, as like a servant or a slave and, you know, the other just expecting the servitude as, as is his due, as is his right, as, you know, king of the house, as I've actually heard, you know, king of the household. And so, like, that idea of submission, uh, you know, basically the only submission in the house needs to be from the wife, it really needs to go because it is not biblical at all. And in fact, it's, it's it's extremely damaging and harmful, especially for women, because we bear the brunt of that. And not only that, it, it's very, it's also damaging for men because like it lowers, well, one, it lowers our expectations, you know, it, you know, it lowers society's expectations of what men should be giving in a relationship. But at the same time, it lowers men's expectations of themselves. And so, you know, you go into a marriage, you go into a relationship, having these really low expectations of yourselves when, you know, the Bible and St. Paul say and and they know that you are capable of so much more than that. Like you are capable of every bit of a servant's heart as your wife is. And you should be giving that to her instead of expecting all of the work to come from her. And then, you know, having an attitude about it when you don't feel like you are getting, you know, your due. And so um, there's actually a couple other verses. I, I'm not going to really go into those too much. There's... um uh collisions there's a couple of versions of uh, verses in one collisions there's a couple of verses in the book of genesis but the biggest ones that that christians and catholics really seem to focus on is ephesians is ephesians 5 and so that's what i really wanted to focus on and talk about today and i actually had another a completely different um podcast planned for today but after after the wedding I went to today like in the sermon I heard the homily I heard I was just like sitting there and I was thinking about it and I was just like oh my gosh like I need to talk about this because it's not talked about enough it's not talked about enough I mean there's a couple you know you'll hear podcasts here and there talking about it but for the most part I mean you've got you know John Piper and Joshua Harris and all these you know these these big name pastors and these books out there talking about you know biblical submission of the woman and completely twisting and misconstruing what the bible is trying to say and there needs to be more people saying something and so um yeah i just really wanted to come on here and like talk about that because like those messages have been so harmful in my own life and like I was able to get out from under them, you know, pretty early on in my marriage. And so, like, I can't even imagine what it would be like for a woman to be living in that for, you know, anywhere from 20 to 50 years. I mean, I've heard of marriages that are like this that, you know, last up to 50 years because 
that was what they were raised with and that was what society was like when they got married and that's what they think is right and biblical. And so it needs to be talked about and people need to have a better understanding of 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 the Bible and what biblical submission in marriage actually is. Thank you guys very much for tuning into this episode of All Our Little Messes. Um, today, before I close up, I wanted to remind you guys uh, to give me a follow on Instagram and on Facebook. I try to post little um, snippets. I um, have a couple people that um, I do market products for and things. So um, it's mainly just like Christian and Catholic content. And I also talk about marriage and parenting and um, sometimes I will even get into like the political and things like that. So be sure to, uh, give me a follow and I will see you guys all next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of All Our Little Messes. Please let us know how much you enjoyed it below and add any questions you have about this episode. Also, don't forget to follow us on Patreon for amazing exclusive perks, including early access to podcast episodes and bonus episodes every month. We've also recently added a support group for all of our paid patrons. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates and insights that mirror podcast topics. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.